brave, outspoken, conservative, we are Ladies Raised Right. We're your co-hosts, I'm Olivia. And I'm Anouk, and we're dismantling the left's agenda one lie at a time. You can find us on all socials at Ladies Raised Right, or on Twitter at LadiesRR. You can also find more information as well as our merch at ladiesraiseright.com. So the first thing we kind of want to cover are all of the other deadly viruses <laughs> that are way more deadly than COVID-19. That have a higher death rate than 99.7%. Or have a higher... <laughs> <laughs> Your survival rate is not 99.7% with these other viruses. <laughs> yeah, it's very slim. It's a death wish. So some of the top 12 deadly viruses are Marburg, Ebola, rabies, HIV, smallpox, hantavirus, influenza... Uh, rotavirus, SARS, MERS. Um, please don't come at me for pronouncing <laughs> any of those cr- incorrectly. I am not a doctor. <laughs> so um, most of these have a higher, especially like Marburg, has a higher than 25%. Oops. So for Marburg, the mortality rate was more than 25% of people. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Um, and another virus that isn't necessarily mentioned in there but that we're all vaccinated against is polio. And when you look at that, it will often cause paralysis. And this was very prominent in the 1950s. So another virus that's uh, comparable maybe to COVID, more deadly than COVID. However, we kind of just forgot and let it fall off the face of the earth, but the flu. Yeah, so nobody really talks about how if you're elderly or if you're a child, you can die of the flu because of the lack of fluids that you're getting. And hopefully people here have not had to experience how awful the flu is, but it sucks. And I've had it a few times in my life, and it's just something you get through. It's usually gone within 24 to 48 hours, and those are awful, but you survive. Yeah, I've never been diagnosed with the flu. I've only been diagnosed with COVID, but guess what? I survived, and I'm fine, and I'm choosing not to get vaccinated because clearly I can survive. (laughs) Yeah, and I think that people who should get vaccinated are those who are high risk because I've never gotten the flu vaccine, um, but a lot of elderly have, and they're high risk because they can't get all the fluids in. They're more likely to go to the hospital. And then a lot of people that are high risk, right, you have pre-existing conditions. So there's plenty of things that are far more deadly than COVID that the U.S. is not taking very seriously. Like heart diseases and smoking, which causes lung cancer. (laughs) And, like, heart disease is caused by uh, eating unhealthy and not exercises. But no one's telling you you can't order your supersized meal at McDonald's because you're fat and probably prone to heart disease. But here they are telling you that you need to get vaccinated for COVID. Yep, exactly. So there's kind of a double standard that we're seeing. If we're going to suddenly care about all the health of Americans, then why don't you make the healthy food as cheap as the unhealthy food and encourage people to not eat the unhealthy food? Exactly. Like, what are you going to do? Make people start running miles? Otherwise, they're going to get taxed on higher health insurance benefits because they're not going and running a mile every day because you decided that was going to help prevent heart disease? No, you're not going to do anything about it. But meanwhile, if you're deciding not to get vaccinated against COVID, some companies are starting to raise your health insurance rates because you are no longer protected against COVID. Guess what, bitches? I survived. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like most of the people who are high risk i.e. the elderly, have retired at this time. So it doesn't make sense for us to be vaccinated to protect our clients when most of them are retired. Right, and it's not going to affect their health impacts and health benefits because they're no longer employed. So they're not having to worry about complying with all these crazy health mandates because guess what? They're not working anymore and they don't care. (laughs) Yeah, and 
if sexual harassment is such a big thing in the workplace, like the left likes to push, then why hasn't anyone asked me if I've had my Gardasil vaccine? That's a good point. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a vaccine too, but nobody cares about your mental his- or your health history unless it benefits their agenda. Exactly. Also, the CDC lists the leading cause of death for young adults as car accidents. I can say that again. Yeah, you're going to say that again because okay. my mic's trying to take me out. No, you're good. Okay. Um, the CDC lists the leading cause of death for young adults as car accidents. Whenever you drive, you're taking a risk. I'm sure whenever, whenever I drive, I always see some sort of rear-ended accident or a totaled car on the side of the road because... Driving is dangerous. A lot of people now are texting, and nobody's preventing you from driving. It's still the fastest mode of transportation. You can't live in a glass bubble your whole life. Exactly. And, like, especially with young drivers, like, no one's raging the driving age to a higher age to try to protect, protect younger drivers. Younger drivers are at higher risk, just like old people are at higher risk of getting COVID, but nobody's doing anything for the younger drivers. So if we're going to try to bubble wrap everybody – why would we not raise the driving age? And why would we not just lock them in their basements? Just yeah. like we lock Biden, Biden in his basement. <laughs> Biden lives in his basement. Facts. <laughs> I know at least five people personally who have died of cancer. And I've had cancer, just skin cancer, so not as serious as other cancers. My mom's had cancer and has almost died. My grandpa has died of cancer. I've lost, some of my friends have lost their moms to cancer. I think everyone can list at least someone off the top of their head who they know who has had cancer or who has died of it. Yeah, all this money and research was going to solving COVID when it could have been being put towards solving cancer. I agree. It's definitely touched everybody's life, and I can count a handful of different people that have been touched by cancer in my life as well. Um, if you're going to fund all of these health, like all of this health research, you might as well fund it in the right direction for something that's proven to have a more deadly rate. Why would we not go after cancer instead of going after COVID? Yeah. Or why don't you ban cigarettes when those have literally been linked to various forms of cancer, such as lung cancer, tongue cancer, throat cancer? I mean, you might as well ban drinking <laughs> while you're at it. Yeah. At this point, that's just the point, though. Like, if you're going to ban stuff for people's health, you should just ban it all or you can't ban any of it. This is America, land of the free, home of the brave, right? You should be able to make your own choices and decide, like, hey, I'm going to make this choice and I know the consequences of my choice. I'm making the choice to not get vaccinated, and the consequence would be I could potentially get COVID. I'm choosing to drink. The consequence is I'm potentially going to get lung cancer. I'm choosing to eat fast food. I probably could get heart disease and die. Like, these are all risks that you're willing to take because you're choosing to do these things. Yep. Definitely. But that's not how the left works. They don't run on logic. (laughs) They run on fear. Exactly. So driving fear into the media over the last two years now They've been able to push their agendas, get what they want. They're pushing all of these hidden um, reforms, laws, like all this extra money under all of this stuff that they're blanketing as COVID. None of this is actually benefiting COVID. This is all a bunch of bullshit that they're trying to push to try to get whatever they want. And it's not really gotten us anywhere. Look, we still have people getting COVID left and right. So how has pushing all these trillions of dollars solved anything? Even with the vaccine, it's still, you can still get COVID with the vaccine, which makes no sense, but... Here we are. And you can still give COVID to people with the vaccine. So you're still not eliminating the transfer. The only thing people will say is that you get it less bad. How do you know that? How can you prove that you would have gotten it less bad because you got vaccinated than if you had gotten it before? 
you wouldn't know unless you had comparable data to say, I got COVID before I got COVID vaccinated. Here's the data. I felt worse. And then here I am. I got COVID again once I had the vaccine and I feel better. There's very few people that I know of. I don't know of a single person that can say that they've had COVID two times, once before a vaccine, once after vaccine, and can say that the comparable result is that they feel better when they have had a COVID vaccine. Like, there's just no logic. So how can you prove that and say that that's your number one reason to be able to give people the COVID vaccine when you have no data behind it? Well, yep, it's all a money game for them, I think. Exactly. So we're just going to keep pushing big pharma and keep funding all this Mm -hmm. nonsense and keep giving them money so they can keep giving people COVID vaccines. But you now need a booster. So really not effective. (laughs) Exactly. And COVID is out there now. Like, I'm sorry, but there have only been two diseases eradicated, smallpox and another disease that affects cattle. So not even humans. And COVID is similar. I will not say that it has the same exact symptoms, but a lot of people who have had it compare it to having the flu. So the flu is something that we deal with. We have the flu vaccine, yet that's not effective every year because you can get different strains of the flu. And now we're seeing different strains of the COVID virus because I'm shocked if nobody took biology, viruses mutate and learn to survive under conditions where they can survive. So I don't know. If anything, we're just creating like super COVID by continuing to vaccinate people. So we probably should just knock it off. I don't know why people were surprised that this mutated. There's literally hundreds of strains of the flu, hundreds of strains of the cold, just everything and your body was made to fight it off. If we had weak immune systems and weak bodies, then none of us would have survived past 20 years old. Exactly. Survival of the fittest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Savage. (laughs) But I do feel bad for the people who are high risk. But if you know you're high risk, then you're probably high risk for other illnesses and you're taking precautions anyway. Exactly. And at that point, that's the liberty of being able to have your medical freedom and being able to take those choices if you need to make those choices. Yep. And that's what we're really here for. We're really here for the right to be able to choose what you want to do with your body and choose if you want to get this vaccine or not vaccine. And I still think it's silly that we're calling it a vaccine because there's no research behind it. It's just like a fucking... (laughs) The, like, U.S. is like a whole, like, little, like, test lab, and we're like, let's just see what happens. Yeah, I got the vaccine. I'm a little concerned, but I felt like after a lot of thought, I felt like it was the right thing to do um, because... I do have some family members who are high risk and I didn't want to transfer COVID to them. But yeah, I'm a little concerned because there has not been a lot of long-term research and we'll just, I guess we'll see what happens. I'll be the control group. Yeah, the people who aren't vaccinated, you're good. (laughs) Just so you can compare the results. You need to keep a control group, right? And any good lab experiment, you have the experiment and you have a control to compare the experiment to. And I can just, I'm going to be very safe and comfortable in feeling that I'll just be the control in this system. Yeah. And the nurse at CVS who was giving me the shot didn't even want to give it to me because I've had Guillain-Barre syndrome before. And she was very hesitant to give me the shot and was honestly going to tell me to leave and not get it. But I kind of had to push to get it because it was something that I felt like I had to do and I'd made the decision to do. Exactly. And like part of that too is like there are side effects that not a lot of people are talking about. Yeah. Guillain-Barre syndrome sucks. I had it two years ago. Um, It was triggered by mono in my case, but in a lot of cases, nearly 85% of them, it's triggered by vaccines such as the COVID vaccine or in a lot of cases, the flu vaccine. And I couldn't feel from my knees down 
I was paralyzed and it took me three months to relearn how to walk and talk and use my hands, just everything. And it was a lot of work and it was awful. Yeah, and I think everyone should at least have, like, the view of being able to see, like, hey, like, this is a risk that I'm taking when I take this vaccine. Not we're going to hide all of people's true stories that they're saying that are the side effects of this vaccine and continue to say that this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, because when you just hide information like that and hide side effects, it just makes people more concerned and not as trustworthy of the vaccine because a lot of people are coming out and saying like they have the myocarditis, which is the inflammation of the heart, and how like they're young athletes and they, this only happened like after they got the vaccine. So, it, I mean, that is going to affect their entire life. I was an athlete. I know if I would have gotten this sick when I was in high school, I wouldn't have been able to play in college. So, And there's a lot of pregnant women yeah. as well that are saying that when they're having their kids now after having had the shot, that their kids are being born with abnormalities. So that's like well, a whole other side of it too. <laughs> And Hopefully. like, we're not talking about that. Hopefully that doesn't happen to me. <laughs> hopefully not. Because I didn't Hopefully get... you're the, like, one-off. Or hopefully those are just rare cases. But again, like, yeah. this is just, there's no science behind it. So there's no way of knowing what's going to happen or not happen. Yeah. I also find it funny how all the Democrats were so anti-vaccine. And they were saying, like, nobody should get vaccinated when Trump was president. But as soon as Biden became president, the vaccine was a lifesaver. And everyone needs to get vaccinated. So much so that they are starting to require a vaccine passport. The vaccine passport, well, has a little bit of eerie similarities to the past. History tends to repeat itself. <laughs> those who fail from those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. For example, let's look at what happened during the Holocaust. The Jews all had to wear the star above their left on on their left chest on the left side of their chest to prove that they were Jewish. And dictators don't start out doing things with just like, okay, we're just going to immediately kill all these people. They start out small. Okay, you have to wear a star over your chest. Okay, if you don't do this, then you can't come here. Okay, you're Jewish, you can't come here. Okay, you're Jewish, you can't eat this. Okay, if you're not vaccinated, you have to be outside. Okay, if you're not vaccinated, you're going to lose your job. So I think it's going to start heading down a really bad road. And also, even though we're trying to get away from segregation, the Democrats keep seeming to want to bring it back because... What most people probably don't know was that during slavery, um, African-Americans had to show their proof of ownership if they were ever outside running errands for like their master or whoever. So now we're having to show our papers again. And people who are vaccinated and unvaccinated are being separated from each other. Exactly. And this can be seen across many workplaces. You can go into some supermarkets, all these different sorts of workplaces where the vaccinated and the unvaccinated are obviously segregated. The vaccinated are just minding their own business and the unvaccinated have to wear masks. And in some places, this can look almost like a racial segregation because based off of the people that are or are not vaccinated. Yeah, if you're vaccinated, you can come here. But if you're not vaccinated, you have to eat outside. So I don't know how the Democrats are so stupid to not see this, but logic doesn't really apply to them. So no. And then how is this not a violation of any sort of HIPAA and sharing your medical documents? Like, if you're going to require masks to indicate vax or non-vax, how does that not scream, this is my medical history, now the entire workplace knows my medical history? Yeah, and I've said before, like, I don't care if it were something as simple as if I've gotten my appendix removed or not. Like, nobody who I work with needs to know that except for my doctor. Well, and then it leads to, like, questions, right? Like, okay, well, why are you unvaccinated or why are you vaccinated? And then it leads to okay, well, I don't trust this person because they are X or Y. Like, this is just information that, like, you shouldn't have to share if you don't want to. 
Like, you shouldn't even have to, like, you shouldn't <laughs> have to share your medical information. Yeah. It's just normal. Like, that, we never shared medical information before. Like, what are you going to do? Walk down the street up to a total stranger and be like, hey, by the way, have you been vaccinated for chickenpox? Like, I can't <laughs> sit next to you. Like, no, like, that's not fucking normal. Yeah. During interviews, employers have never asked me, like, have you gotten your MMR vaccines? And, like, have you gotten the flu shot and all this stuff? But now they're suddenly so concerned about COVID. Right. And it's just like, okay, well, let's just, like, strike fear into America and make it amplified. And then people now have only focused on this for two years and been brainwashed for two years straight. This matters. This is so important. This is the only thing. You're going to die if you don't follow these crazy regulations that don't mean anything. There's proof that this doesn't mean anything and that this works without it. Look at Florida. Florida's thriving. So is Texas. (laughs) In Texas, yeah. Like, literally... Florida's COVID cases right now are drastically dropping. And meanwhile, New York, one of the strictest places for COVID, (laughs) cases are going up. Same with California. So how can you say that this is working? That's obviously not working. Nobody knows what they're doing. So if we do what the left says, we're just trying our best. Why don't we just try our best and mind our own fucking business? (laughs) Yeah, and I feel really bad um, for the kids right now and everyone who's still in school who are being forced to wear masks when... They're so young, and even for the kids who have been born into it, and this is their world. This is all they've known, and I can only imagine it's going to get worse because the Democrats want control, but we're going to dive deeper into that next week on Ladies Raised Right, so be sure to tune in. Thanks. Catch us next week when we're ready to dismantle the left yet again. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to check us out on our socials at Ladies Raised Right or on Twitter at LRR, or you can find us at ladiesraceright.com. And on our website, we also have the sources for all of the facts that we just used if you want to search further into it yourselves. Yeah, don't worry. We're not uh, just making up facts. Yeah. <laughs> we don't we have big fact checkers. <laughs> yeah. This is real. <laughs> Thanks again. Bye. Bye.